Blog Talk Radio. Women have the power to transform this world. We can end crime and violence if we all agree to do one thing. Share. Let's share our wisdom, share our time, share our talents, share our finances. But most of all, let's share our love. This is The Female Solution. Join me, Naima Latif, every morning, 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Central Standard Time, as we bring you stimulating discussions about the issues affecting our lives. If you're listening online at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution, press the blue button that says follow and get our daily topics every morning directly to your email and your smartphone. Hi, I'm Naima Latif executive producer of the Female Solution Radio Show. We invite you to call in 515-605-9325 and participate in this daily think tank as we examine the challenges we face and develop solutions that restore peace and harmony. We are global transformers, changing the world from the way it is to the way it should be. We are one. Wherever we live on this earth, We are one human family. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to extend a greeting to all the members of our family, whenever and wherever you may be listening around the world. To our family in China, Ni Hao. In India, Namaste. In Japan, Konnichiwa. In Korea, Annyeonghaseyo. In Russia, Zrastutsye. In Germany, Guten Tag. In Poland, Dzień Dobry. In France, bonjour. In Spain, hola. In Italy, ciao. In Egypt, athen wasalan. In Ghana, akwaba. In Nigeria, peleo. In South Africa, saobona. In Senegal, nangadef. In Kenya, jambo. In Israel, shalom. In Pakistan, Afghanistan, and Saudi Arabia, assalamu alaikum. Greetings. And may peace be upon you all. healing. I am away at the beach in Melbourne uh, this day, this weekend, 
So I don't have all my regular backgrounds, and but I do have my banner. So welcome, everybody, and uh, we're going to have a special guest tonight. Uh, Sabora Jackson is joining us, and I did see her in, in the in the. Um, she was in the uh, studio a minute ago, but she had to leave for a minute, I guess. So welcome, everyone. Tonight we're going to talk about chess, the game of chess, but not just any talk about the game of chess. My guest is an expert on the metaphysical, spiritual elements around the chess game and how it relates to the chakras. So I am so excited to have Sabora Jackson joining us. She actually wrote a book about on this subject. She's an author, I believe. And let me get the name of her book. Um, the book Chakra Systems Overview, Eight Chakra Systems Overview, and she talks about the path of sacred chest Unleashing the Energy Within is an invitation to spiritual seekers offering them a unique perspective that intertwines the wisdom of the chakras with the strategic beauty of chess. May this book serve as a guiding light. So I'm curious how many of you out there are chess players and... How many of you have watched The Queen's Gambit on Netflix? So we are going to talk about that and more, but this game of chess is really um, something that many of us are not even uh, involved in. But I have a grandson who is playing chess at the age of six years. Since he was six years old, he's been playing chess, and he beats me all the time. And I wouldn't say I'm an expert or anything, but I do enjoy the game, and there's so much to learn about this game. So we have Sabora, Queen Sabora is in the house. Good evening, Queen Sabora. How are you? Hey, you guys. You hear me? It's so good to see everybody. Yes. Can you hear me okay? I can hear you okay. You look gorgeous. Well, I'm happy and excited that I was a chess master? You know, I'm just with you. I you. My grandson at six years old, he might be the chess master. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. That's like, all in a, in a form of the mind, you know. I thought I was talking about mind, but once you say I'm a chess master, I'm a chess master, then that's what you are. Yeah, so... Oh, it's wonderful, wonderful. It was a little bit windy, but not too much. I mean, I took a nap on the beach. I walked on the beach. There's a lot of seaweed on the beach right now. Do you go to the beach often in your area? one time, and I have to say I wasn't impressed with where the location I went to 
was not that great, but there must have been a different location. Coral Reefs, I would love to visit there. Oh, you guys come back? You guys come to the Yes. We'll do some meditation and do our, our, our journey. Yeah, so, so Sabora, Sabora, I would love to know a little bit about where you were, where you started your journey on planet Earth, what city, and what your childhood was like that you became this beautiful queen chess master. Can you hear me? We're hearing cooking on your end. You are so basic. Okay, you are, I, we were, weren't hearing you at first. Oh, California, okay. Yes. Okay, we can't hear you. Los Angeles, city of fallen angels. <laughs> and you're coming in and out, in and out. You're coming in and out. Okay, I'm just doing what we can do to adjust because I want you to hear us. Right? Okay, it's getting better. We're going to move the phone a little bit. Can you hear us? Okay. Okay. Is it better? It seems better. Keep going. Now you're sideways. <laughs> Okay, now we can't hear you. You're sideways. So uh, if, you, if you're just joining us, Sabora is adjusting her phone and her camera. And uh, she is uh, coming. She was born in Los Angeles. That's what we got first. Uh, so she's a California girl. And that was her first. I'm turning my head so I can see you because you're sideways. Are you on your phone? You must be on your phone. And we're waiting for Sabora to adjust her camera so we can hear her. And I think she's on. Okay. Can you turn your phone? Okay. Okay, you're back. Uh, you're back. Okay, now can we? Can you uh, talk? Let me see if we can hear you. We can't hear anything right now. Okay, you're moving. <laughs> And I'm just looking at this royal uh, purple that um, Sabor is adorned in. But we're still not able to hear you. You might have to just call in if you can't um, 
But we sure do want to see, and I see you have your chess board set up. So we really want to see and talk and hear you. But right now, all we can do is see you. We can't hear you. You might want to try coming, going out and coming back in. I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? Okay, so Sabora's gone out again, and hopefully when she comes back, uh, we can hear her. In the meantime, um, I am at the beach, and um, I've been talking about chess and and metaphysics uh, for the last couple of days when I met, um, heard about this beautiful sister who is a chess master and a chess instructor. And I'm still waiting to see how many of you out there are actually chess players. So I'm going to open up the mic. Um, Mama AZ has uh, raised her hand. Mama AZ, your mic is open. Sister, can you hear me? Yes, I can. We're waiting for Sabora to come back in because we couldn't hear her. We could see her beautiful face, but we couldn't hear her. So go ahead. I can hear you. Okay, uh, this is just, this is an honor. How I met this queen, this young sister, was uh, through Dr. York, Malachi York. She introduced me to his teachings. But um, this is, I I swear, I I can admit, this is an honor, Sabora. If you can hear this, because my one of my friends that I was going to take chess lessons from, Mr. James White, who was my neighbor in High Point, North Carolina, across the uh, driveway from me, he was a master as well. And before I could get back to him, uh, I was in Arizona receiving my great-grandson, Jaden, and Mr. James White was murdered. And so that stopped that session with him and myself, him teaching me how to do chess, how to play chess. But he was always a protector. He, he always watched out for me because I was living in the, in the, in the drug neighborhood and uh, when I think about this little sister, when I found out that she was the creator of these chess boards, the, these are not your just ordinary chess boards, family, okay? I knew then that this was Mr. James reaching out to me and saying, you got to let this young sister teach you how to play this game before you leave the planet. I swear to God, family, I heard this. But that's, that, that's not all. Many times, Sabora and I, we, we would talk about uh, metaphysical things because that's who she is. She, to me, she's not from this dimension, okay? She never has been, Dr. V. And, and uh, what I want to say right quick is I thank you for listening and reaching out to this little sister because you 
are George Norrie. You are Art Bell, meaning you, Dr. V. And for those ones who are listening that are not familiar with those names, George Norrie, uh, I'm talking about uh, Art Bell, Coast to Coast, Billy Carson, those kind of people. And I've always pictured or envisioned Sabora being on their show. But wouldn't you know, Gavi, she came to your show. And I am so elated because to me you have the golden hatchet, the investigative hatchet that picks through everything to get down to the bottom of the truth. That's why you and I are seven. And that's why Sabora, she, she's on this line today. I believe that. And it's a lot of tall people who are watching this and listening to this particular podcast. So I hope she's back because I can go on and on and on, Dr. V. I'm just so grateful that you are a part of my circle and a part like like Sabora. She's always been a part of my life from eons back, keeping me on this planet for the things that are getting ready to unfold, family, that people, a lot of people are not going to want to be on the planet when the truth comes down. That's why so many people are choosing to cross over at this particular time. I mean, it's a lot of people who are leaving the planet. So I give thanks, Dr. V. And and what does uh, today add up to? Oh, you know, I have not looked at that, but I think it's an 8. Let's see, June 4th, uh, that's a 10, so 1 plus, it's an 8. Today is an 8. So we will be moving into new beginnings, Mm -hmm. and, of course, is in divine order. Uh, even uh, this delay with Sabora, um, I'm texting her to tell her to just call in because she seems to be having um, some difficulties with her phone or her computer. I'm not sure. I think she was on her phone. So we're okay. waiting for our guest. Uh, I'd like to interject this. Uh, today is an eight, you said, family. That's yes. Reverend Allen's number. He's a six and an eight, but what this tells me, and and who uh, is not familiar with Reverend Allen, Reverend A.A. Allen, he created Miracle Valley with the help of the ancestors and the Most High. Miracle Valley, Arizona, he has been communicating with me, Um, and my middle name is Lee, but I'm not Lee Carroll, meaning Cryon, okay, family? But I want to say Reverend A.A. Allen has been communicating with me since 2006. It started in Oklahoma. When I went home or to my dad's reservation to do research in Muskogee and Harmony and Tahlequah, Oklahoma, look it up. What I say, what I'm saying is, 
is that. Okay, so is she back? Hear me? Is she back? Is she back? Yes, you're loud and clear. Mama AZ is on the is on, in the studio talking, so we were just waiting for you. And she was just telling us what a special treat it is to have you joining us tonight. Thank so, you, Mama AZ, for saving the day. Hey, sweetheart. You, I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm fit to be tied, little sister. Okay, and you've got to come to Miracle Valley, Arizona, so we can have our first uh, teaching of of the uh, chessboard. I don't know anything about it, but I'm having others from the other side communicate with me, and and keep in mind today is an eight. So I am just I'm just so grateful that you felt the need to introduce me to Malachi York. I still have that film that you dug for me. I still got it, baby. I still have it. And listen. Talking about Dr. York, and I didn't know she was using different names. So then when I was like, I'm just talking about Dr. York, and I call her my experience. She said, my daughter has been reading a book, and I got the book. And I told her some of the books that I read, and we had the most amazing conversation. Knowledge is being spread around in different areas, and people are waking up to so many different forms and, and just paths, and people are attracted to different information. Yes, absolutely. So what attracted you to chess? Uh, was it at a young age, older age? How did you start your journey with chess? And I was so impressed. 
Wow, I just loved it. I, that was one of those series on Netflix that I would be up till 2 or 3 in the morning watching the next episode. And then I just got so tired I had to go to bed and start over the next day. But, yeah, it was that was such a, a great – and it was a, a nice introduction to how some people get involved with the chess game. Uh, a little girl like you, a little girl, your mother taught you, and you just develop, you realize, okay, there's something to this game other than these little pieces on the board. And now what? You're building your own chess boards? Is that right? You know, it's, my family helps my son and my daughter. They kudos to them. They help me rebuild all kinds of chess boards. We build um, important to put certain materials on the chessboard. Does that help you win the game better or what is it what does the material have to do? And we had like a wonderful little booth. 
been from here to Arizona to Texas. We've been up North Carolina. So we have traveled around and made this a really fun experience. Um, I am just amazed. You have taken this to a whole nother level. Now, I want to just say, um, when my grandchildren, when I started teaching my grandchildren at a very young age, in fact, my granddaughter, I think she started maybe four years old, just playing with the pieces, the little horsey and the little queen and the little king and jumping around. Nope, didn't, didn't learn. <laughs> wow, those are huge. Oh, my goodness. I wish we had had those sides. But they learned just to um, play with the pieces in, in a childish way. Once they learned, once my grandson learned how the rules of the game, uh, he wants to make up his own rules now. It's like if things don't go his way. So at eight, at, no, he's six years old. He'll be seven at, next week. At, he, at, at his age. He's, he's so strong-willed that he wants to make up his own rules at some point. When he sees he might not be, he wants to change the rules. Have you ever had any children? Uh, have you ever had any children behave like that? <laughs> Is that unusual behavior? Yeah, I mean, I've been, I've been teaching fast for years, and I've worked as an independent contractor for the city of West Palm Beach. I did the first Club there with the youth and Without war, join our global peace movement. Heavenly Culture World Peace Restoration of Light transcends culture, religion, ideology, and other boundaries 
to achieve peaceful harmony in the global society. HWPL is committed to bringing world peace and cessation of war through peaceful dialogue between religious groups. I am Director Shin Suk Kim of the HWPL Chicago branch of North America. Join us for our next gathering. Call 773-580-1501 and be a part of the movement for world peace. Email us at chicagohwpl at gmail.com. Everything you need, what your body needs, is found in nature. So Susan Essentials doesn't do it any other way. Susan Essentials provides your employees and individuals access to over 20,000 nutritional products. And they are shipped direct to your door. Because Susan Essentials is certified in plant-based healing, we're permitted to offer you the best nutritional supplements on the planet. They're non-GMO and sustainably produced. And we take the guesswork out for you. Let Susan Essentials help you take control of your health today. We have an opportunity to transform the whole global society in the next 50 years. 50 years from now, the earth will be populated by a new generation of adults, many of whom are yet unborn. Our mission is to nurture them in childhood with love, guidance, and protection, and to raise them in healthy, happy families. If we impart values of compassion, generosity, and respect for fellow human beings in the next generation of children, they will create a world where people can live together in peace. This is our goal. Be a part of the transformation. Get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. Go to www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Because someone had a hard time hearing you on the uh, two one on the number. Can you, can you adjust your speaker? Yeah. Okay. Now we need to see your face better. Camera over. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Move over just a little bit more. No flower. We got more flower in there than you. Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. There's the queen. There's the queen. All right. God is here with me. Thank you, beautiful. Okay, so we've got Zelda is asking a question. She says she loves those giant pieces. Do people like playing with? Do people like playing with bigger pieces? Well, we uh, we would go to the library and point and beat, and we have we make really big chessboards too. So we would set the big boards up for the small kids, and we would teach them how to set the board up and then have them race. So they would be racing and put the pieces down on the board. 
That is that's that's good to know because as my 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 grandchildren advance, and my grandson is really advancing fast. So it's just a matter it's a matter of getting him to play by the rules no matter what. <laughs> that's the challenge we have with him because he doesn't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is your eighth chakra, which most people don't know about. 
you do have eight chakras, and then if you get farther into metaphysics, like I know I heard you talking about the third dimension, the fourth dimension, and the fifth, but we also have a seventh and an eighth and an eleventh dimension. And the further you go up, the brighter your aura gets on certain levels. Just like in chess, the further you go up, the further you can push your strategy. Some people play chess and they don't really move all their pieces around. They just have a certain few that they go out and they push forward and they try to accomplish their goals. And usually the goal in chess is you want to protect your kingdom, protect your king while capturing your opponent. Now, if you're playing four-way chess, you and your partner want to work together so that you can strategize and be in each other's accompaniment and capture either one of the other opponent's. Now you say that four-way chess. I don't quite understand how you play. You can, so you're playing four-way chess, not with more than two people. You can play four-way chess with four people. Yeah. Really? Okay. How does that work? What? Well, how does that work? I don't. Oh, you have so you have two people on each side. You have. You have. Um. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna pull up a four-way chess board really quickly. Dina, can you help me out? I'm going to get a four-way chessboard just so I can demonstrate. You have four people that are playing. Two people can work together as a team and two people, or you can have four different people all going at their own accord. Mm -hmm. Can you keep that green chessboard? I'm going to put a chessboard in front of the screen, but it might be um, kind of big. This is an example of four-way chess. Okay. 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 I'm going in the right direction. Right. Uh huh. See how at one point you have you have um you have four different sides. Right. Can you see okay? Yeah. 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 You're fine. You're fine. No, you're fine. You know, you stay where you were. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, we can see this board and you fine. So you have one kingdom right here at the bottom. You have one on the side. And this is a way more complex board. When you set it up so that you, you still roll it closer, then you go count eight rolls in, and just like a regular chess game, you can get your queen back. Oh, okay, okay. Okay? Yeah, so that's for more advanced players, right? It's a little, I mean, it's... I mean, some people are very intimidated by four-way chess, but I assure them that if you can play regular chess, you can play four-way chess. The only two major differences is you have to go on your turn. In regular chess, you go back and forth, and you only look in front of you. But just like in real life, you got to look to the right and to the left and in front of you, and sometimes behind you. But in four-way chess, <laughs> you got to look to the right and to the left and in front of you, so you're not just going back and forth. The most difficult part about four-way chess is the best player doesn't always win. Mm. And if somebody checks you, the person behind them can checkmate you without you ever having a chance to respond. So those are the major differences. Wow. Okay, so let's get back to the chakras because most people don't even think about more than seven chakras. But I realize... And it's above your crown chakra, and it's much, much higher up. A lot of times, when you can see auras, if you if you actually look at people in a dark room, you can see like a, a certain dim light around them, mm-hmm. and you kind of get color coordinated, color coordinated according to you know what's going on with you. If a woman is very fertile, her chakra has a lot of purple and gold in it. 
how amazing it is to compare your journey. You know, and stack literally is a way of you kind of playing out and mapping out and figuring out things that are going on. And the way that you show up and tap on certain lines have directly correlated, like I was saying about your chakras and how you make decisions and, and how you actually show up in life. Some people play chess and they don't win and you're really angry. You know, and they don't handle that well. Some people play chess and they don't take it seriously at all. They throw their pieces away, they don't think about it. And one of the things that I find interesting is you can learn about what people value. What pieces are they protecting? Some people play chess and all they do is protect their queen. They don't let her go out and move around. They make sure she stays safe. And usually that's a person who, you know, they treasure their mother, you know, their daughters, their wife. <laughs> They hold on to her and they kind of keep her. So they don't want anything to happen to her. And I've played chess with a lot of men. And a lot of men, when they lose their queens, they don't want to play chess anymore. Oh, my goodness. Are you serious? I think you know how to play chess without your queen because if you know about chess, you know you have eight pawns, and any of them can get to the back row and you can have another queen. So then do you find those men are rushing that pawn? trying to get it another queen? A lot of you talk about when they lose their queen, when you say, uh, thank you for the queen, and you say, a lot of times you can see their facial expression just kind of sink and their, their jaw tighten, and, and they don't, it's like the game is no longer the game anymore. Like, I really haven't seen a lot of them just give up, you know, because nobody ever taught them how to play chess without it. When they protect it, like they would protect the king. The point of chess is to protect the king. He's like the landowner. And the queen, yes, she's the most powerful piece, but the king is the most important. And everybody on the chessboard, they sacrifice for the king. So it's very interesting to watch people look defeated when you take the most powerful piece off the board. But what we were saying at the beginning, if you use your chess pieces as a kingdom, they can really work together and still be successful. You know, just like if you lose a matriarch in your family, your siblings, whoever's around, you can still work together and pick up the pieces. And that's not to say that she's replaceable, but we all have different skill sets and different abilities that we can bring to the table. And if you work together, it's much easier to accomplish goals. That's what I like about the end of the Queen's Damage when, you know, they were all sitting there working together on the Russian side, trying to figure out, okay, this was a problem yesterday, let's all work together and solve it. Yeah. And I found it amazing that finally the United States took out the idea of, hey, let's call her a helper, versus this is an individual sport. Life is not an individual sport. You always say it takes a village to raise a child. That that's so cool that that you remember the the end of the Queen's Gambit because I I was almost in tears too that you it was unity you know we it's like and and that's what we've been struggling with um, the last three years in our country if not the whole earth is unity uh, and that's why that's why we've been many have been defeated the body
So you want to have a whole strategy and plan. And I don't know what my father used to always say, all of this stuff has been planned 20 years in advance. Boys are planned 20 years ahead of time. They plan all the pandemic. They plan all of this stuff 20 years ahead of time. But most of the time, people aren't thinking. They're just looking at what they see. When you play chess, you are really, really exercising your thinking muscle. And it kind of helps you look at things in a very different manner. You know, what's the end goal? Because there's not always what you see in the front. Now, you mentioned your father. Did you come from a two-parent household? Was your, so your I father? did. I, I grew up with my mother and father in Washington, D.C. Like I said, when um, I got old enough to go to high school, they moved to the Washington, D.C., Maryland line. So, yeah, I grew up with my mother and my father. He was a Vietnam veteran. My mother is absolutely brilliant, and she worked for FBIC. So I had a two-parent household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and um, I and so was your father a college grad too, or he he ended up graduating later. He got his master's in music and teaching um, later on in life. My mother started at North Carolina Central. That's where she met my father. She um, won competitions in architecture when she was in high school, but when she got pregnant with me, her first year, she dropped out. How many siblings do you have? I have two brothers, okay. and they both love Jack, absolutely. Of course. I think one of them, maybe both of them, could probably be me, but I haven't tested it, so I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Now, does anybody in your family or anyone make money from playing chess? I have asked my son a couple times. Like, well, he is brilliant, so I make jokes and call him a little chess head. But he follows the tournaments. He he actually knows what's going on in the chess world. Where I'm seriously being an artist making chess boards. <laughs> I mentioned to him that it would be a good idea for him to consider it. But we make money by teaching people chess, making chess boards, and doing chess parties and making chess fun. But from the professional side of chess, no one pursued it. I have a kind of sad story on my side. And I never, I never went that way. But Panda was undefeated, and I was with a high school team where my teammates did score high enough. We weren't able to um, compete in the nationals, so it was heartbreaking. The Chess um, Federation wrote me personally, and they said uh, we were really sorry that your team didn't score high enough. But many, many people wanted to play in Chess, but because you have to score a certain amount in high school with your team. It's like you have to follow those particular rules. So I kind of lost interest, and then I picked that four-way chess. So you're more challenged with four-way chess now than regular? I mean, I love, I love, love, and love four-way chess. I mean, it just, <laughs> it makes you think in a way that it is a lot more similar to life. Life isn't always fair. Life throws you curveballs from the right to the left. And regular chess, one of the things that I guess I lost interest in, most of the people I was playing with would memorize games. And me being an artist, I like to think. So I don't ever, I've never in my life memorized a chess game. But most people who get to a certain level of chess, they memorize winning games and they're kind of moving the pieces. So if you're an abstract thinker, your game isn't quite familiar to them because you're thinking and making moves. Versus four-way chess, it's just a whole nother experience. 
Okay, so um, is uh, how is are you ever too young to learn four way chess? You are never too young or too old to play chess. We were, I have like a ladies group. I'll be like ladies night and at all ages, you know. Um, I've had some three-year-olds, but most of the time, again, we're back to stacking up pieces on top of each other because that's fun. And sometimes just letting them play with the pieces, I don't get upset about it, you know, because they role play. They'll take the pieces and start talking to each other. And it's fascinating to watch. But some people are very serious about chess, and they teach their children at a very young age in different countries. They have, so if your family doesn't get you into chess school, then that kind of is a strike on your your character. And I believe I heard in Broward County, they started making chess an actual um, credential in order to graduate from high school. Like, you have to have one credit of chess. They made it mandatory. Wow. In Brevard County? So that's the Miami area, right? Um, Broward is before Miami. That's like Fort Lauderdale. Okay, so you're talking about in Broward County. Broward County has made just mandatory to take in public schools. And one of the things that we started doing in our um, in Boynton Beach Library, we, um, because I was doing test course and I did a test lesson, this young lady walked up to the front very boldly, and she was like, I'd like to chakras and four-way chess. So there you've got a new fan to four-way And if anybody, if you want to message me or text me or, you know, send me um, on my subscriber on my page, I'll give you a complimentary, complimentary you know, PDF of the chess and the chakras when it comes out, which will be this Saturday. So if you just subscribe, I'll send you a, a PDF of our you know, chess and chakra, metaphysical book. Okay, so where do they, where do, how do they contact you again? So all you have to do is go to Sabora, S-U-B-B-O-R-A, and just push subscribe on my website. And it should be under about. Okay? And I'll make sure this, probably Sunday to Saturday I'll be giving them out. Okay. Well, I don't know if anybody who's 
Okay, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, I want to give you some challenges on that topic, traumas, childhood traumas. And oh, we give, cannot, yeah, give, we cannot really talk about it. I have worked with a lot of people with that. Oh, that's fascinating. We're going to give you some um, some examples and maybe help people see the value of working with chess boards and games to heal some of the childhood trauma. Is that what you're saying? Yes, I use art and chess in that way because you're not just talking to a person. You're getting it out on something else. You have an object that you can kind of work through. Wow. But yeah, I mean, you have to take a break. So we can talk about childhood trauma and chess and moving blocks. Okay, that's... That's pretty advanced, but we're going to jump in and see what we can do. Okay, we'll be right back. If you're just joining us, we're talking to Sabora Jackson of uh, Jupiter, Florida, and she's the chess master in every on every level. Let's just put it out there. So, hallelujah! All right, that's good too. Student of life and chess, or for a lifetime, right? All right. So Naima Latif is in the studio, and she's going to play our next commercial, and we'll be right back with some more exciting dives into chess. Tune in to Sofa Solutions with Dr. Debbie Green on Thursdays at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to hear great topics and stories on grief and turn it into victory. Join Dr. Debbie Green to listen to stories of triumph and learn how to overcome. You are not alone in your life, and there is hope in the darkest hour. This is your time to learn strategies and solutions to improve your life. It's your time. So join Dr. Debbie Green with Soulful Solutions and call in on Thursday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time and 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at 515-605-9325 with comments and questions. Look to hear from you real soon. Is Monday morning a struggle to get out of bed into the swing of things? Well, don't worry, you are not alone. Join us for thought-provoking, stimulating and mindful conversations on higher learning with Zelda Speaks for your Monday morning mindfulness sessions on Blog Talk Radio, The Female Solution, Mondays, 7.30 until 9 a.m. Be sure and send your ideas, thoughts, comments, and suggestions. Also, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, visit zeldaspeaks.com and send us your info. We'd love to have you. Experience mindfulness moments with the Mindfulness Slash Stress Relief Coach, Zelda Speaks. And thanks for sharing the Mindfulness Moment tip of the day. Stay on purpose, stay empowered, and stay tuned to your next session of Mindfulness on Higher Learning with Zelda Speaks. Make it a mindful day. And thanks for listening. I'm Viata, your Holistic Life Coach. These days, it's more important than ever to work on your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Are you consciously breathing deeply in stressful moments? Do you have a plan or daily routine to maintain balance in your awesome body? Are you struggling to be disciplined in your eating habits? 
When you partner with me, I'll help you develop a personalized health plan that works for your particular lifestyle. You can find out more about me at yourholisticlifecoach.com where you can also review my three-step protocol to guide you to abundant health. That's yourholisticlifecoach.com and I'm Viato. Even though you're on opposite 
hands of that task board, they still care that you're making good decisions, you're making good rules, you're making good follow-ups. They kind of can be your support system and push you through that game. And some people want to watch you fail. Because they want to watch you fail and lose on that task board. That's probably going on in a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you can work with a couple and show them how important it is to be a support system for each other, win, lose, or draw, you're creating a bond, you know, and a bond is where communication finds a safe place. So are you talking young couples, old couples, or all, all different ages? I mean, a lot, a lot of older couples, they have, they have figured it out, and a lot of them,
No, I look at I'm looking at the studio. We have a caller. Um so you, would you like to take a call from one of our listeners? Okay. If you have a question for Sabora, the number is uh 215-383-5863 and when you get into the studio press 1 and we'll open your mic. So let me see 773734 your mic is open. Well, good evening. Happy Sunday. I'm like I'm I'm totally blown away with this topic number 1. Thank you for having it. Um one at first, I have a couple of questions. Thank you again for the, I call it Dr. Sabora. I don't know you. You're just amazing. Okay, this whole concept is new, and I consider myself like a a science book metaphysical geek. So this is just. <laughs> well, I mean, like this is. My, I'm Laurel. Laurel. Thank you, Laura. I, you know, I thought you were in Facebook studio, but I'm glad you called. Go ahead. Right. I can only hear in Facebook. For some reason, I don't hear on the phones. I had two lines get on, so I just can't hear on the phone. But I just called in because I, I wanted to ask two questions. My first question was, one, I've been trying back and forth online to, like, play with the apps and stuff. Where do you suggest someone start with not really knowing? I've, I've tried years ago, and then I just give up on chess. But I want to learn where where do you where do you suggest a person who's like still doesn't know to start? And then secondly, at what age range do you think it's good to teach a child, or what level of consciousness you think you should start a child with teaching uh, learning chess? And that's my questions for today. Thank you. That's a great question.
And there's so many tough movies out. You know, I mean, I could I'll list a, a whole bunch of movies. Or if you just like tough movies, there's so many beautiful movies out where tough takes people from their environment to something to focus on. And then for me, I probably would if I had to start playing tough. When you grow up in a really big city, there's so many things that can take you on a whole other journey. And the thing about trauma and her playing is most people don't talk about this, but you really can play chess by yourself. And when you play chess by yourself, you have to focus in a way where you're looking at things from a different perspective. And when you look at trauma from a different perspective, like we were talking metaphysically, a lot of people, if you are going through trauma, sometimes you leave your body, just like when you, you sleep. And you leave your body because you might be in a lot of pain. You can't handle what's going on. And you're looking at something from a very different perspective. And stuff, if you turn the board different ways, you're now looking at it from a whole other perspective. And some perspectives might look very, very intimidating. And then other perspectives might say, hey, you know what? There is a way for me to achieve my goals if I just go this way. And when you're dealing with trauma, a lot of times people are just paralyzed in their trauma. They put it in a little box in their mind, and they push it down really, really, really far. That's why you have your coping mechanism, your drinking, your sex, your alcohol, your, you know, food, every different way that people can think to cope. A lot of times they're not always for a healthy coping mechanism. And with chess, it kind of teaches you, even though I just lost this piece, that I need to cope with it really quickly and come up with another plan. And the thing about chess, a lot of times, there's exchanges going on. Most of the time, you can't play chess without losing pieces. And just because you lose a piece, all is not lost. And just because somebody experiences trauma, all is not lost. And one of the most amazing ways to approach that is to work on that deep, 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 you know, little box that's been locked away and bring it closer to the surface in a gradual way. You know, most pieces on the chessboard, some of them move very rapidly, but those of you who are the ones in the back, your pawns in the front, they're moving two steps forward at the beginning and then one step after that. And with one step at a time, if you get to the back row, ability to convert to the most powerful piece on the board. And, and patience is another thing that chess teaches. I mean, you do have people that play speed chess, you know, and they're just like, and they're moving really quick, they're not thinking, and they enjoy that. It's just like, okay, how many things can I, how many pieces can I take? But when you're dealing with trauma, sometimes one trauma might trigger another trauma, you know, and if you can deal with certain things based on who's involved and what happened, you have different levels of trauma. You have some trauma that people snap back from based on their personality, but then you have some trauma that just paralyzes people for weeks and weeks and years and years and they never, ever get out of that. And even though a part of their soul journey might be to work on their healing and their trauma, people don't always have the tools, the toolbox, or the coping mechanisms, or the positive reinforcement or a support system to help them do that. And that shows you a support system like you've never seen before based on how you choose up every time you move. Uh, let me, uh, there's a question from our Facebook uh, viewer. Can all viewers get a compliment, complimentary lesson too? I always say 
if you want dragons and butterflies, or you want, you know, unicorns and football players, we can make those chessboards for you based on the theme, based on your favorite color, however you want that chessboard. So if you want to incorporate sacred geometry, we can literally make a board with artwork and then put the actual 64 squares on it and create pieces to match. So that's how we could collaborate. Now, now, can you take uh, someone's favorite topic, like Marvel Comics, and do a chessboard with Marvel Comics on it? I mean, you can. I mean, I don't know that I would make a bunch of them because it might be copyright infringement, but absolutely. I have been asked to make chessboards from good and evil, then with the devil versus the angels. I've been asked to do dragons and unicorns to the girl likes the unicorns and, and then cats and dogs. So whatever you can think of. I mean, we're artists, so it's fun to be creative and make. I'm like, you think about it, chess piece is nothing but sculpture, you know. And a chess boy is a piece of art that, um, you know, has a whole nother. This is a this is sculpture. Oh wow, that is amazing. You did that one? I did not make this chess boy, but we have made some amazing pieces. Like I said, we have 3D printers. So think about, oh. you know, anything that you're excited about as far as creativity. Yeah. In the world of art, is, we make them as artistic chessboards, you know? Well, it really brings out your creativity. Um, it's fun. Once you get the idea of chess as, as a life lesson and so much more, you can really begin to create whatever journey you're on. So let's talk a little bit about trauma how the chess game can heal or offer some therapy for those who, for instance, there's a lot of uh, abuse that children go through, whether verbal or physical. And and I, especially the physical abuse, how do you think you can apply the, the, game, the game of chess to the healing, part of the healing therapy when a child has gone through a lot of abuse? That is great. I love how you frame that. One of the easiest things that I can think of to respond is just this kind of a work-through process, meaning that when you start chess, if you start playing chess today, your chess game is not going to be the same two months from now because you're going to improve. And one of the things about trauma is a lot of times people are saddened. They're not talking about it. They're not dealing with it. It's just kind of stuck over here. But if you put that in a way of chess and you say, I have this young person and they've had this experience, they might not want to talk, but they need something else to think about. And when they start accomplishing things on the chessboard, for example, one of the things that I do with my students is we get to a certain point and they're not winning and I switch the board around. And then that way they have way more pieces than me and I have less pieces. And they're looking at like, wait, it's hope for me. You know, and I'm like, okay. You know, play your best version. And I also do a thing where I let them pick eight, well, I let them pick about eight pieces. You know, they can pick their pawns. I don't let them pick their queen. And then I might just have my king on the board. So it gives them a way where the odds aren't always against them. And you show them that, hey, now I have opportunities. Because she only had one piece. And now I can corner her piece. And I teach them how I do feel the deal. So I teach them how to play the end game of chess. I know for a lot of young people, they don't have enough skills to make it to the end, so they don't have that much experience. But when you can 
just give them to the end game and give them a small amount of pieces. Because you start out with 16 pieces. So if you give them about eight pieces and let them go at it at the end and you only have two pieces, it helps them to understand how the end game works. And just because you have trauma doesn't mean that your life is over. You know, everybody commits suicide because they have trauma. They, somewhere in their life, they either have a support group to help work through that with them, or they find strength within their own mind to be strong and, and push forward. And the thing about chess, it really gives you a sense of progression, you know, because you can measure chess against yourself, not always your opponent, and look at your own improvement. I hope I answered that question. Was that a good answer? Well, yeah, and, and each case is different um, because, yeah. like you say, some people don't want to talk about that those situations, but if they're willing to share and be transparent, then I think that opens up the many ways that you can use the chess game to bring some clarity, some healing, and some peace to the situation. Now, you just said, what did you say you when? Sometimes you should switch to get the board around and let them play your pieces. And is that what you mean? Yes. I mean, like imagine if I've been playing chess for over a thousand years. Right? <laughs> yeah. If I've been playing chess for over a thousand years and you've been only playing chess for you know ten minutes, we have a different perspective in our chess game. Absolutely. So come on, I might have way too many skills to be playing with chess, but. If it starts to get a little dangerous for you, a little difficult, you're like, oh, my God, no possible way, and you start losing hope, and then I take the board, and I pretty much give you all of my assets, and I work from where you are, you know, and it gives you a whole other level of strength and excitement to put on, and it creates, again, a different perspective. That's is about perspective. It's about making decisions, and it's about, you know, going within yourself to realize that, hey, He put on a hoodie. He had a hoodie, right? Uh-huh. And he leaned on the board. And I 
monthly sun bill today. This sunlight is really expensive, especially during this season. I'll probably have to work overtime to pay it. Well, you better pay it on time. We don't want the sun to go out and we're sitting up here all day in the dark. Wouldn't it be terrible if God charged us for sunlight? Well, thank God, the light and heat from the sun is free. So why are we paying such high bills for the energy we use in our homes? because we don't know how to use solar energy, the free energy from the sun. You can convert your regular home to a solar energy home and save tremendously on your electric bill. Take a look at your electric bill. Wouldn't you like to reduce or possibly even eliminate that cost altogether? Let one of our solar consultants show you how. Call today, 312-849-3456. And schedule a free consultation. That's 312-849-3456. With a simple blood test and food plan, Susan Essentials will help your business, your family, and you eliminate toxins 
and create a step-by-step plan to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Click here to learn more. Taekwondo uh, uh, Recreation Center he goes to. 
So he's probably learning those strategies, and I'm not, because I'm not. I just play when he's ready. <laughs> I mean, and that's a beautiful thing, because the way that that works is you learn somebody to play with, and it's important. Because if you just say, nah, I don't want to play you because I'm not winning, then he's not going get to get his little, you know, his status, and like, yeah, I won. Like, he might boast and be bragging, like, I'll beat you again. But you watch when somebody plays like that. Eventually, they, they learn the social part, like how do people interact. And so many people now are just staring at their phones, and they don't know how to actually have a conversation or make eye contact. So if you make eye contact on the dashboard, or you can have a conversation, you're increasing your social skills when a lot of people hide behind their phones. They, you know, they shrink down, and, they, and they're comfortable texting, but they're not necessarily comfortable in the social arena. So he's learning a lot of, um, ooh, I was about to say the wrong word. He's learning a lot of social interaction by playing chess with you. You're teaching him things even though you might feel like you're not winning. Okay, so. attention to your facial expressions and all kinds of things. Okay, so then if I move the middle two pieces, what, what will be your move as a, my opponent? I'm very aggressive. Uh-oh. If I'm teaching somebody chess, and I might play different, just to make them feel better. Yeah. But I'm going to move my little piece up, too. Okay. I'm not going to marry you. I'm going to, like, my goal at the beginning of the test is just to be outrageous and as crazy as I can. And usually, I'm going to take my queen out early and, and just clear the board until you take my queen. I'm just going to have fun because I've learned how to play chess without my queen. But I don't play safe chess. Okay. Okay, 
So, okay, so we're out there. I move forward to, you move forward to, and what would be, what would you suggest my next one? You're saying get the queen out at that point? Or? That's what I suggest. Yeah. I mean, You heard it first here, 
that your your dimensions, not the the different dimensions that you're in when you're actually looking at the board and the other person. Yeah, there's a lot to take in. There's a lot to think about. And it's one of those things where um, you make it interesting. One of the yeah. things I would do with some of my, my students when they're first starting, I was like, how do you learn best? You want me to take all your pieces or checkmate you really quickly? <laughs> look at me really funny. Like, yeah. hey, you can take all my pieces. That's like, crazy. Some people learn because you just, I just showed you, like, going different ways. I can take all your pieces. And some people are like, yeah, okay, right, yeah, yeah, take all my pieces. You know, they're just sitting there like, I can't believe I just took all my pieces. Right. And my mom's like, I'm really, I'm not trying to offend you. I'm really just trying to show you what can be done on a chessboard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I really enjoy making that for 
and I love socializing in person. So I'm way more excited about playing some money in real life than through the computer. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. And that's so needed with these days that we get together, support one another, have fun, laugh, and smile.
today, but you can hear every show in the archives at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the-female-solution. You can also hear today's show on the Female Solution Facebook page. Go to www.facebook.com slash thefemalesolution. Leave your comments about today's show. You can always reach me on my website at www.naimalatif.com. That's www.naimahlatif.com. Watch our TV shows, listen to our radio shows, order our books, and be sure to get your copy of the book, The Female Solution. On behalf of our team of radio hosts, I'd like to thank all of you who participated in today's discussion. And to our global family listening from all around the world, we say thank you. To our family in China, Sheshe, Zanyaba, Japan, Arigato, Korea, Kamsanida, Russia, Spasiba, Germany, Danke, Poland, John Kunyon, Merci. Yeah,いいぞ。Gracias。Italy。Gracias。Egypt。Yay。Shukran。Ghana。Medasi。Medasi。Eshe。Kenya。Asante。Israel。Todas。Pakistan。Shukran。Afghanistan。Tashakur, Saudi Arabia, Shukran, Ukraine, Salam Alaikum wa Rahmatullahi wa Barakatuh. Thanks. And may peace be upon you and the mercy of God and God's blessings. Have you all have a great week.